0: Today's podcast is a little bit different. I have a fictional story about a silent restaurant. If you're intrigued, then keep listening and let me know what you think. But first, I'd like to thank uh, the co-editor, Katie Kuby, for reading and listening to this piece and giving some feedback. I hope you enjoy and take it as you will. All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room, alone. Pascal, 1654 There's a new phenomenon in Los Angeles. Attracting waves of people from all over into its midst is the space between, a new eating experience designed to make you think, or feel extremely uncomfortable. Here's the interview with the owner. Interviewer, what has been the greatest moment in opening this restaurant so far? Restaurant owner. (laughs) This lovely woman, round and full of life, reached for the focaccia bread and accidentally knocked a glass of wine off her table. It shattered instantly, startling everyone in the room. Red oozed across my sparkling stone floors. Broken glass laid out in waves surrounding the epicentre of the drop. You saw all these colourful faces jump out of their chairs in fright, clutching their chests as if expecting a heart attack. Then people recovered. Chuckling began to simmer across the room, reverberating off chairs, tables, the roof, filling the space with this hearty laughter. It was profound. Guests were clutching their bellies and wiping their eyes. It seemed to go on forever. Random strangers in plain pants and others in bizarre outfits from all corners of the dining space started to rebound to the women with napkins, helping clean up the glass and wine. A whole new kind of communion, helping each other clean the wine off the floor. (laughs) Slowly, the laughter fizzled out and people's gazes returned to their plates, everybody silently smiling to themselves for the remainder of their meals. Interviewer. What made it so profound? Restaurant owner. The sense of shared understanding. Everyone was in on it. The absurdity of it. Plus, social cues saying not to laugh at someone else's blunder, but in this case, it was overruled. Interviewer. Why did you decide to build your restaurant on this premise of eating in silence, distractionless? To reach that one glass-shattering moment. No, not really. I want people to be able to understand and experience silence to a degree. None of this white noise covering up sounds of people or sirens outside, all the clanging of pans in the kitchen. No music for ambience. And of course, the no talking or tech policy. Interviewer, what is it about the quiet that you think people should experience? Restaurant owner. The discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> no, people chewing loudly. I find it hilarious when you have a guest who is a particularly noisy chewer. I guess they get a little self-conscious and are reminded of the coaching they received at the dinner table as a kid. Interviewer. So people find it awkward. Uncomfortable. Restaurant owner. My experience when waiting for food is that I fill the space with a conversation with whoever has accompanied me, or when I'm eating alone, I people watch and maybe pull out my device. Now imagine the space between. No phones, no talking. What are you meant to do? Hopefully you can acclimatise and tune into your surroundings, the sound of the chair scraping backwards, the maze of thoughts flurrying through your mind, the myriad of colours to feast on with your eyes. Textures and flavours in their fullness. Yes, it's common for people to feel uncomfortable after selecting their meal and having to wait for their food to be prepared. Shocker. We do provide pen and paper after letting them sit in agony for a few minutes. There's nothing like sitting in shared discomfort, stifling laughs as you realise just how ridiculous what you're doing is. Then there's the whole ordeal of making eye contact when no one's speaking. Quite funny when you think about it all. I'd highly recommend as a business lunch or a first date. Interviewer. So you're creating space for people to be present. Restaurant owner. If they choose to accept the invitation, yes. People walking, carrying all this stuff. Memories, things to do, heartbreak, loss, dreams. And yet we don't create the space to process our experiences or thoughts. I worry people verbally vomit onto the person they're eating with, what they said and what they did. I'm certain too many people walk around with big dreams covered in piles of junk, ideas stashed at the bottom of the wardrobe because they spend all their time people-pleasing or putting up with their reality. Interviewer, I read your opening night statement for The Space Between. I found it interesting how you mentioned the feeling you want people to leave your restaurant with. Could you expand on that for our audience? Restaurant owner. Of course. I hope people leave lighter in their minds and hearts, but heavier in weight due to some delicious food they just consumed. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I wish you all the best for the continuation of your restaurant. Restaurant owner. You'll have to come sometime and knock a wine glass off the table to see what happens. Actually, no, I'll have no wine glasses left after this goes public. Thank you. It's been great.